Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Okay, welcome everybody. Um, this is um, Dennis Burns, and I got R.L. Frazier on. He's on the computer up in Lake Providence and kind of hiding out up there, I guess he is, you know. I right. say something. Hey man, look with the price of fuel, I try to find the the nearest office and park well, until things start happening. <laughs> that's it. We were talking about that this morning about the price of fuel and going up field trips and all that. So, but today we got a, we got a guest here today. We got Kellen Lee. He's a young farmer here in Kinsale, and I guess y'all in Richmond Parish. We are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so he's he's here to talk a little bit about cotton and. Um, the cotton trust we're going to talk about that and, and as always we're going to talk a little bit about the crop and what what he anticipates and how much money he's going to make this year and, and also the price of nitrogen that's that's one thing everybody wants to talk about so Kellen, welcome to the podcast this is so tell us a little bit about yourself absolutely thanks thanks for having me and rl i'm uh the st joe station is only about a mile from my house so thankfully i, I don't i didn't have to use much fuel <laughs> didn't have to use much fuel to get here this morning so i'm telling uh, you absolutely no I, I farm here in uh around st joseph um with my dad and my uncle we raised uh cotton corn soybeans and wheat and a little bit of rice over in richland parish too um been back since I got back from college in uh, 16, been working working with them ever since. And now I've got my brother and my cousin coming along with us. So we've we've got a good family operation going on. Hey, that's good great to hear. Uh, was reading something this morning on Facebook about the average age of producers, what, like 57 or something. And uh, that was five years ago. So we know it's getting older so glad to see young folks coming back yeah it is uh it is good because as you say we're getting older and I, I feel that most days the days i have to go out and do a whole bunch of stuff i, I feel it you know be careful how you put that we are we are oh well <laughs> you know i just lump everybody together you know well you know i'm there i have to admit it i'm glad to have made it that far oh yeah Okay, Kellen. Now, what you came for to talk about is the Cotton Trust the program. So, tell us a little bit about it. Tell us what's involved and what the goals are. Sure, sure. Uh, the Cotton, the U.S. Cotton Trust Protocol is a program uh, started by the Cotton Council, and um, a lot of uh, entities gone into. Of course, Cotton Incorporated has been a big, big input. Um, its goal or its uh, objective is um, as U.S. growers, uh, U.S. cotton growers, um, we're leading the world in sustainability and innovation technology, um, things we all take for granted. Um, a lot of other uh, regions in the world to grow cotton are uh, not not on the not necessarily on the level that we are, but we haven't necessarily done a good job of telling our story and uh, get, getting out there how good of stewardships we are to our land, uh, how how good we are to the environment, and uh, how efficient we are when we raise cotton or any of our crops. 
and uh, the council saw this as a um, as a potentially an issue uh, going down the road because brands and retailers are getting a lot of pressure from consumers uh, to tell their to show to be more um, transparent about what their products are, uh, where how their products are made, and um, and and where they come from, how they're produced, everything from the in the entire. Um, you know, in the entire line. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the council saw this as an opportunity or, or a need um, for this program, the trust protocol, to kind of bring everybody to one place and say, you know, be able to show the where the growers are, how the growers operate, what it takes to raise a bale of cotton. And then from there, where it goes through the gin, through the warehouse, and all the way through the supply chain, mm-hmm. all the way to the spinning mills, uh, it's all all in one place for the for the brands and retailers to be able to actually use this transparency to advertise and to be able to sell their product, which of course makes our product that we're raising our cotton more valuable. And, and that's and that's one thing we're seeing with sustainability. Everybody wants to be sustainable, and this program is cotton's version of becoming sustainable. We've seen it in rice with. Some of the big companies, they want to know exactly what was done on the field and it's part of their marketing. So this is and this is Cotton's program, right? That's correct. So tell me, what do I have to do to sign up? So uh, there's a website that the council's created called uh, TrustUSCotton.org. And uh, from there, you get on that website. Um, there's a section there to, where it asks for uh, growers to sign on and uh, become a member. And it's very easy, step by step. It's very ex- easy, self-explanatory. It shows uh, what what the what it takes or how to get signed on. Of course, um, on the website too, you'll be able to find uh, my my phone number, my contact information. Uh, Ken Burton's up at up in Memphis, and Tillman White's up in uh, up in Memphis. We're uh, we're available. Anytime any growers on, uh, wants to sign on, I'm I'm available to come. I actually come we'll come meet with you sit down sit down with a with a grower and uh help help them get signed on in person it's not a not a problem at all and i really enjoy it and um this 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 doesn't take long it's it's an easy easy progress program it doesn't uh require a lot of detail and um and you know as far as information or um it, it is a data platform but the data collected is not very is not too uh, detailed that you mm-hmm. have to have all these records from your last crop and things like yeah. that. That's one thing I was going to ask. As far as the information, you're you're, collect, you're collecting like tillage operations, irrigation. Do you plant cover crops? That's right. Um, That's right. And it and it's all things off the top of your head. I mean, maybe if you're uh, if you disc or if you just a rehip operation mm-hmm. or a no-till strip till it asks some of those questions mm-hmm. it asks maybe how many uh how many trips you made through the field last year or mm-hmm. in in this crop that that uh that you're enrolling uh with your sprayer um and it may ask you know how many herbicides you had in a trip it doesn't yeah. ever ask what herbicide yeah. what what inputs you ever put in just just how many or and and just how general. much general off the top of your head information yeah. okay. fertilizer information that's just ain't nothing nothing that wouldn't be off the top of your head okay well that's good because that that does make it better 
you know, people. Yeah, you just answered a couple of questions I was noting here as you were talking about that, you know, what went into qualifying a person. And um, and my concern was, and you answered it for us, the number of trips and not having to necessarily specify what chemicals used. I didn't know if it was something that maybe it was a marketing technique that we're not using XYZ type chemicals or something. So that's good to know. No, and it, and it's not a and it's not a qualification or any any sort of program like that. I mean, it, <clears throat> this is a U.S. grower representation of sustainability. So all all the growers in the cotton belt um, mm-hmm. are encouraged to to join and become a member. And there's no right or wrong or pass or fail or anything like that. This is to represent what we're already doing to raise our cotton in the in the United States. And it creates, there are some goals created, um, sustainable goals, mm-hmm. uh, five-year goals, 10-year goals. Many of those uh, we're already uh, already reaching, are already uh, succeeding in. And, um, and some of those goals were, you know, as we're getting more efficient or as we're getting more sustainable with our water use or um, things like that, mm-hmm. we're, we'll, we'll reach those goals certainly within the five and 10-year um, reach. Now, as... As a, a a producer has multiple farms like y'all do, y'all have multiple farms that are farm numbers that you're farming on. Do you have to enroll every farm or can you just say, well, I want to do farm number one where we want to enroll it and then we'll do because maybe we don't want to do farm number two. Well, well, really, the way it's uh, way the bells are identified is actually by the entity. And, okay. uh, so so, if, you know, Mr. Dennis, you've got, you know, Dennis Burns Farms, uh, your entity, your bells. Um, when you enroll to the program, your entity will be tied to through your broker. Uh, the same will be able to attach the trust protocol, you know, stamp it with your uh, bail number. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. So it, so it's pretty much just the whole, it, it can't be the whole operation. It, it could be, um, if you, for any certain reason, haven't really ran into it yet, but if there's a reason why they wanted to separate it mm-hmm. out or only want to do certain things, it could be done. Sure could. Yeah. Okay. Well, it might be that you're, what I, what my thought was that you have, you have multiple landlords and you have one that's really into cover crops. And I know y'all planted some cover crops and you have one that's really into cover crops, really into no-till. And then you got one that's more traditional and stale seed, uh, stale seed, better conventional type. And that's, that's, that's both ends. Of, I guess you could say that's both ends of the spectrum. Could you, if one wanted to enroll one, really didn't care, you know, I mean, it's, it could, it could be done. It sure yeah. could. And the way, really the program to um, the co- data collection is more of a representation, general representation of your operation. Mm-hmm. So it's, if, uh, if you're going to produce, you know, if you're generally going to produce 2000 bales or something like that, you're going to map out just 10% of your total acre. So if you're going to mm-hmm. have a thousand acres, you, you'd map out a hundred, and then you would the questions involved with it would just be a general representation, say of like we're enrolling twenty twenty one crop right now, and um, so it would be a general representation of what it takes to raise all of your bales, not necessarily the inputs it yeah, takes to raise each easy. each and every every okay. bale. Okay, because that that was that was a question I had whether uh, because we do have, I mean our farms are are big here and everybody has multiple landlords or scat like y'all you're scattered all over the country and and you know you're 
different to different practices go into different farms and uh, and i'm not to, sorry not to interrupt but we have have also had landlords that wanted to participate mm -hmm. and maybe not necessarily the the producer yeah. hasn't hasn't jumped on or has or may not even know about it but the landlords they if it's a share rent they have bells yeah. you know in their and their entity or in their name they can they can be a part of this too as well so you know it's okay. it's, it's, it's uh well, there's a lot of options there all right well good well oh uh, that's a good program i mean it's, everything we can do with the the environment we're in today with people wanting to know where their food comes where their fiber comes from uh anything we can do to help promote this the use and sale of cotton we need to do absolutely I think. absolutely and um and in today's world you know these these uh little screens computers we have in our pocket oh, you know, yeah. things can go viral that we've seen you can you know we're you know being able to see things we never thought would be instantly be able right. to hear about or see about things like that well the more transparent the U.S. Cotton Trust Protocol, the more the supply chain is more transparent, mm -hmm. the more the brands and retailers are ahead of what would, could be potentially bad publicity. Yeah. You know, so it, it um, so each one thing that's a little bit unique about this program compared to others that, that are uh, similar, um, each step along the way has to be a member of the trust protocol so mm -hmm. not not only the producer but the gin the the broker the marketer <laughs> uh the spinning mills mm -hmm. the uh, textile mills every stop that the bell makes in order for the the brands and retailers the end user to be mm -hmm. able to advertise it each stop that their cotton bale that they purchased and their product makes has to be a member of the trust protocol to even have the stamp okay so there's no there's no surprises or yeah. there's no there's nothing they everybody knows exactly what's going on and, mm -hmm. and it, the the textile mills all of these stops i'll say for the for the bale on the supply mm -hmm. chain has to be eligible you know they're they yeah. could they could not be even eligible to be a member of it but in order to have that bail branded with the trust protocol that um that the entire supply chain has to be a member of the, of so, the we, so it just follows it all the way through all the way just through the supply chain all the way till you get a shirt until out you have a t-shirt until you get right. a t-shirt that's right yeah that's right you get to, you get the t-shirt rl hey great great uh kellen is i'm kind of catching up I was reading an article this week uh, somewhere, got where I seen it. Teddy Snyder was the one making the quote in there and, and, and talking about, I'm assuming this is the same program Teddy was probably promoting. Uh, and and uh, he, he, it was something in an article rang a bell with me from years and years ago, something about the old advertisement, the old promotion for cotton was, you know, cotton the field or something like that. I don't remember the exact thing. And he was talking in that then about this new way, you know, the protocols and stuff. And I'm assuming I'm we're talking about the same two programs. Uh, yes, sir. Which are Mr. Mr. Ted's been very involved with it. He's actually he was uh, one of the one of the ones that was involved in creating it from the from the beginning. Sure is. Good, good, good. Got to ask one silly question though. <laughs> okay. Is there any financial benefit to a producer to be enrolled in this or, you know, or either a discount if you're not? Absolutely. So uh, that's the number one question uh, for most producers. You know, we're, we're what, what uh, so, uh, or better well put, what's in it for me? You know, yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, so starting off, um, just just to enroll, uh, they send out a gift card for their time. Um, the council does. In the end game, uh, we can actually finally can actually talk about um, there will be some uh, reimbursement per bail. Uh, it, the amount is still unknown and it'll only grow as the program gets better, mm. but the funds will come from the members. So the brands and retailers, textiles, all those guys are paying members to be able to stamp their yeah. products with trust protocol. So that, okay. that money is what will be dispersed amongst the, spread out amongst the bail, amongst the producers that are actually enrolling the bales for them to stamp with the trust protocol. Uh, so as there's more members uh, signing on or becoming mm -hmm. joining, and as there's of course more bales to be to be in the system or to be sold or stamped, uh, that those funds will grow. So in the beginning this year, uh, 2022, there will be some uh, financial benefit. Um, now, how little or how great, uh, we no one we don't really know at all right now. But uh, but it'll only grow as as this program gets goes down the road. Okay. Well, it, it sounds <clears throat> sounds good to me. I mean, it's um, even if you don't get a financial reward, like I don't get a gift, I don't necessarily need a gift card to Bass Pro or wherever mm -hmm. I get to. Um, I don't necessarily need a gift card. Down the road, this this program makes my cotton more valuable in the marketplace. That's right. That's and right. That's yeah. I think that's the that's the ultimate goal that we should be looking at. Not that I'm gonna get a gift card. That's right. That's right. How much, it, how much was my gift card gonna be again? So right. Right. Now, it, it, yeah. So the benefits are are certainly the goals being able to being able to share our sustainability, being able to become more sustainable uh, than we have actually already are moving forward, mm -hmm. and um, you know with you know climate changes and uh, green new deals and everything like that. Mm -hmm. The more ahead of this we are, and the more involved we are. Mm -hmm. uh, the better off we'll be in the in the coming you know next few years and next decade. Yeah. Well, it's got to we got to build keep our market and build our market for cotton because we like to grow cotton here. You got any other comments, Ariel? No, that's it. I I'm kind of reached my end of my intelligence level. <laughs> well, you got any final any final words? Any? Sure, absolutely. So um, we're right now we're enrolling the 2021 crop mm -hmm. and uh, the deadline to become a member and to enroll that crop is March 31st, the end of this month. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we, we don't have much time left. If anybody's interested and would like some help or have any kind of questions like that, um, well, Mr. Dennis is going to share my contact information. Mm -hmm. Um, you can give me a call, text, or anything like that anytime. Um, like I said, I don't mind coming to meet with meet with anybody. We can sit down. We can just talk about it. Um, if if you decide you want to become a member, I'll help you sign on. It won't take as long at all. But uh, like I said, don't hesitate to to contact me. Okay. Well, good. Well, we appreciate it. Just popped up, Dennis. Okay. Uh, you know me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is this a yearly renewal? Do you have to sign up every year or so once you signed up, it goes forward? Great, great question. Um, it will be uh, every year we'll re-enroll each crop. Each, all, all the bales, each crop is new bales will have to be re-enrolled. Mm -hmm. What's helped or what's gotten a lot better and it's only going to get better is that once you've enrolled and become a member, um, it saves and remembers your 
answers and your what you filled in for the last for the last year. So if you answered uh, and part of it, it answers like if you're already participating or already doing this on all your fields, for example, um, that will be pre-populated answers. And um, some of those that you answer that you'll consider maybe do, doing in the next few years or uh, for example, it'll re-ask you those mm -hmm. questions, but every year it will get quicker and quicker and uh, it'll it'll pre-populate a lot of your information and things like that moving forward. So it won't be, it's not from scratch every year. It, okay. It's it's uh, it's it's only gonna get quicker. And when will I sign up since we're, RL's brought up, when, when will I sign up for 2022? Um, after March, so anytime in April, we can you can sign right. up and enroll. Of course, you won't know your inputs and your tra your trips. But I can go and ahead and get signed up. You get that. You out can away. get signed up anytime April on for 2022's crop. After the crop's done, this coming fall or this mm -hmm. winter is when you could complete it with uh with everything you did to raise this cotton this year. Okay, good Thank deal. You. I'll hush. I, I back off. I'm through. You through? <laughs> I'm through. Okay. <laughs> well, you're up there in Lake Providence. You just got out of the world there. You know, you're through. I mean, you just, you know, I don't understand. I don't but, either. Anyway, all right, <laughs> no, Kelly, we it's appreciate you coming on. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on and talking about this. I think it's very good. It's it's a good program for cotton. I believe it's it's it'll help us. Anything that helps us in the market. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank y'all right for having us. Thank you, uh, Kelly. All right. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local Extension office.